0: So, I, just before anybody starts covering this story in the mainstream media, I wanted to make sure that my stance is clear, that uh, I do not support the Proud Boys or any other radical group, radical activist group. Um, the uh, I am simply contacting them to ask if they are interested in being interviewed for purely <laughs> journalistic purposes. Hello, my friends, and welcome to an emergency episode of Uh, predators Uh, we were not expecting to record an episode of the predators podcast today but here we are Uh, so the news story of the day uh, this is from NBC News Rick and Morty co-creator Justin Roiland faces felony domestic violence charges Uh, it it is a, a wild accusation it is a very interesting story so let's go through this, and let's go through some of the allegations on Twitter as well. Let's dive straight into this, and it's a let's dive straight into this, guys. Let's do it. Absolutely. And uh, anybody who listens to our show knows that we are all about evidence. We do not assume guilt until, uh, until the evidence is shown. Innocent until proven guilty is important.
1: But this is looking, it's looking pretty dicey here. Yeah. <laughs> so let's let's pull let's go past the major headlines and read what is written.
0: Let's do it. All right. Let's do it. Here's what it says. Royland was charged with dom- Royland was charged with domestic battery and false imprisonment in May of 2020 after an incident with a woman he was dating, according to a criminal complaint. 2020. Oh, I thought this was recent. Justin Royland, the stup- Justin Roiland, the star and co-creator of the animated comedy series Rick and Morty, has been charged with felony domestic violence in Orange County, California, in connection with a 2020 incident, according to a criminal complaint filed in May of 2020 by the Orange County District Attorney. He appeared in court Thursday for a pre-trial hearing. Okay. Roiland pleaded not guilty in 2020. In a statement, one of Roiland's attorneys wrote that his client is innocent and he expects the case will be dismissed. Well, it makes sense that his attorney would say that, but still. Okay. We look forward to clearing Justin's name and helping him move forward as swiftly as possible, says attorney T. Edward Welburn. NBC News obtained the criminal complaint in the case, which charges Royland 42, with one felony count of domestic battery with corporal injury and one felony count of false imprisonment by menace, violence, fraud, and or deceit. NBC News is the first to report publicly on the case. The complaint states that the incident occurred on or about January nineteenth of twenty twenty against an anonymous Jane Doe who was dating Royland at the time. According to Orange County Superior Court records, Royland pleaded not guilty to both charges in October of twenty twenty. Since then, the case has been the subject of more than a dozen court hearings, including pretrial hearings. A trial date is not currently set. Many court records remain sealed, but the publicly available documents seen by NBC News say Royland was charged in May of 2020. Royland was arrested and released on a $50,000 bond in August of 2020 and arraigned in October of
1: 2020.
0: Okay. Interesting. Okay, so. We we got a couple of things to analyze here. Uh obviously there's gonna be more information about this case as the trial period continues. They're they're saying here that there's not really a lot of publicly available information, but there's a couple of things that we can garner from this, okay? Yes. It's serious enough that there are a there have been a dozen court hearings so far. That's pretty serious. Uh they they wouldn't do a dozen court hearings if there was nothing at all to to look at. Uh, In addition, uh, to play devil's advocate for a moment, a $50,000 bond, especially for a rich person, you know, Justin Roiland has millions of dollars, $50,000 bond is not really that big of a bond, especially for Orange County. No. So, on the one hand, serious enough to warrant 12 trials, or not 12 trials, 12 hearings. Yep. uh, And yet not serious enough to put a large enough bond to actually keep him in prison. Very strange. Well, uh, the thing
1: with these kinds of cases that we've gone over before is usually and just, because there's a lot of, just because there's a lot of hearings plus the low bond means that there's more going on underneath the hood that we're not privy to information-wise. So right. more information will come out.
0: Right. Let's see if there's any more information here that we can uh, that we can learn from. It says a protective order was filed in October of 2020, documented in the court minutes, said Royland is not to harass, threaten or surveil the person named in the protective order who is not known to NBC News. Royland cannot go within 100 feet of the person according to the order, which also ordered Royland to turn in any firearms he owned or possessed. The order lasts until October of 2023, and it's not known who submitted the requests for the order. Now, again, a lot to unpack there. So, A little bit. On the one hand, uh, we don't know this person's name, who's the accuser, so that is a, a non-issue because the court chose not to release it. So we, we, can't, we can't make assumptions based on that, um, but it is possible... I hope it's not the case, but it is possible that this person is very young. So, yeah, oftentimes, one of the reasons why they won't release the name of a Jane Doe is one, because the person is famous, and so they yeah. would be harassed, or two, they might be like 18, 19. And so, while they technically, because it doesn't say, you know, assault of a minor, so they weren't under the age of 18. Yeah. But uh, the, I'm willing to bet it's probably someone famous. It very well could be. And, um, but whether or not the the woman in the case is famous, uh, it makes sense that she would want to protect her identity because uh, Rick and Morty fans have done things like, you know, walk into a McDonald's, stand on top of the counter, and say, re, to get the nuggy sauce. Uh, I'm pretty sure that no one wants that to happen to them because they took the precious Justin Roiland away from Rick and Morty for a court case.
1: Yeah, yeah. Now... <clears throat> Again,
0: innocent until proven guilty. Let's keep reading. Details of the case, including police body camera footage, police reports, abuse ev- abuse investigation reports, medical reports, and recordings of interviews, are currently being withheld from the public under a protective order. The affidavit in support of Royland's arrest is also sealed. Hmm, interesting. Uh, so we, ha- we so we do have police body camera footage, police reports, and abuse investigation reports medical reports, and recordings of interviews. Okay. Uh, from what I'm understanding from this, it's saying that those exist, they've just not been released to the public yet. So once the case goes to a full trial, if it does, then we will be able to analyze those ourselves.
1: Yes, assuming it just doesn't get settled outside of court, which a lot of these cases, statistic, statistically speaking, court cases get settled out of court all the time.
0: Well, and I guarantee you, that let's, let's say in a hypothetical world that he is 100% innocent. Let, yep. Let's say in a hypothetical world. I don't know if that's the case. We are speculating here. Yes. Let's say that's the case. I guarantee you that the lawyers at uh, Comedy Central and Adult Swim would far rather write a check, a blank check, to this woman than have their star who brings the most eyeballs to Adult Swim out of any person on Earth, go to trial. Yes. <laughs> Even if he is 100% innocent. Well, that is
1: That is most likely what all of these pre-trial, given that vein of explanation, 12 pre-trial uh, conversations mm-hmm. are probably to settle this thing out of court.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, and here it goes on to say during Thursday's hearing, Royland's attorney confirmed there is a plea offer to Royland, did not discuss details. Yeah. Makes sense. The brief hearing concluded a moment later with an agreement to convene again on April 27th, and Royland was ordered to attend the hearing. Uh, Royland is best known for Rick and Morty, which has spawned a billion dollar media empire. Uh, let's see um, Adult Swim, Warner Brothers, and Cartoon Network have declined to comment okay over the past three years as the domestic violence cases inched along Royland's career has progressed he released an nft art collection in 2021 oh i didn't know that interesting
1: i looked into it
0: uh they all sold and they immediately tanked in value
1: (laughs) well that's
0: nfts for
1: you i mean it gets the people who own the nst nfts rich and they're a terrible investment next question
0: Correct. Correct. So we have a couple more pieces of evidence that have come out on Twitter. So not as good of a source as NBC News, obviously. Uh, You know, people can say anything they want to say on Twitter. Yes, yes, they can. In my opinion, these are very credible allegations for several reasons. So uh, here is the first, which is somebody who went through one of Royland's old podcasts... And uh, this is Royland talking in his own words. So, okay. you know, Royland is welcome to deny it or say it was deep faked or something, but it's not. It's him talking in his podcast. So let's see what he had to say. Let's do it.
1: So glad there was finally an episode last week, but I know you guys are busy, and Ryan, I'm sorry about your breakup, but if you're willing to wait two years, I'll be your new girlfriend. Love you guys. Oh, she's Ooh. six, sweet she, 16. How old is she? Holy shit. How old is she? She's supposed to be 16. Well, Unless uh... she's walking to I, LA now, by my foot, can, it's going to take two years. Can I, can I just say that, you know, send some pictures, because you could be, like, fat and gross. Stop She's it. got two years to shape up for me, Justin. Okay, well, fine, but send some fucking— There's nothing illegal about Listen, a 16-year-old yes. sending perfectly normal uh, clothes no, images no, no, to Ryan. Yeah,
0: No, there's definitely something illegal about me receiving Illegal? Them.
1: Now, that, now that the context is Ill- that— I'm-
0: Okay, so there, there, we've listened to about half of this clip. Uh, let's Let's just point out that Justin is the only person who wants to talk about this topic. Uh, his male co-host is going, whoa, dude, Uh, whoa, next topic, next topic, bro. And the female co-host is going, I don't want any part of this.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, there's comedy, and then there's
0: whatever the hell this is. Right, it it would be one thing to say something to the effect of, you know, wouldn't it be funny if X, Y, and Z... But it sounds to me like in this clip he's saying, yeah, ask the 16-year-old to send you pictures to find out if you want to have sex on her 18th birthday. That is not okay. (laughs) Well, I mean,
1: Justin Rowland is, what, 40? He grew up in a different time. That's true. He is a product of his time. Think Glenn Quagmire from (laughs) Family Guy. (laughs) He's 75 in the
0: show hitting on 18-year-olds, whatever. Right. And the thing is, is that Glenn Quagmire, being 75 years old and hitting on uh, 18-year-olds, is not illegal. But Justin Roiland is encouraging his friend to do an illegal act, which is to send uh, provocative photos well, from a 16-year-old. He didn't say provocative. He didn't say anything. It's, it's implied, my dear. It, 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 yeah. Let's listen to the rest of the clip.
1: Legal? <laughs> I question that. I'm not interested if you are... I'm not interested in your, if you're 18, frankly. You know what? I... However, uh, that's me saying that now. See,
0: see, 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 okay. And you have Justin saying, well, yeah, you know, let's find out if she wants to have sex in two years. And his co-host is going, uh, if a person is 18, that's technically legal, but I'm not comfortable with it. And Justin continues... Oh, in two years I could be a real creep ball. No, listen, here's the thing, girl.
1: Send Ryan no, some personal images. Re- no. Stop it. Just make sure that they're legal. First Don't of all, be you, nude you're not you're, inter-
0: you're not gonna be interested in me. No, she'll love Justin, buddy. Yeah. Justin. Justin. I am highly entertained by Rick and Morty. But let's just be let's just be exceptionally clear here. Your friend said he is not interested in people who are 18 or younger. So, continuing the conversation and saying, eh, just get her to send you nude pics, it's fine. Why would you do that? Well, he didn't say nude pics. He did! Let me go back and show you!
1: Oh. No, listen, here's the thing, girl. Send
0: Ryan no, some personal not images. No. Stop it. Just make sure that they're legal. First, First of, of all, be you, nude you're not you're interested... Oh, I'm sorry, I misheard it. It says, make sure it's legal, don't be nude. I, I heard it as be nude. Sorry. Uh, so oh, I was that's... I was incorrect on that specific point. Okay. But still, his friend is saying, I am not interested in people who are 18. Fair enough. And Justin is going, Yeah, 16 year old, just send him some send him some pics. Why would why would his friend want pictures of a person that he said he is not attracted to because of their age? Well, Justin Roiland obviously isn't
1: reading the room. Clearly not. He's got this ADHD fixation on the conversation at hand, which, (laughs) okay. Fair enough. Okay, he's he's a comedian. He doesn't always seem to see the
0: world right, whatever. Well, and to be fair, there have been many, many, many reports of things that are not illegal— but just very weird and creepy from the Rick and Morty writers room. So for example, Dan Harmon, the person who is uh, the co-creator of Rick and Morty, yep. and uh, you know has been friends with Justin Roiland for I think decades at this point from what I understand. Uh, what happened in, in the Dan Harmon incident from a few years ago while he was working on Community was uh, Dan Harmon uh, broke up with his girlfriend specifically for the purpose of dating a co-worker. Now, the co-worker coworker had been exceptionally clear that she was not interested, found his advances creepy, and she was very honest with Dan. She said, uh, you know, I don't want you to act this way towards me. And in addition, it is uncomfortable when this happens because you are my boss. So I can't just say... Get the fuck out of my face, because you're my boss. Well, here's the thing. To anybody
1: who has advances from their boss, yes, you can tell them to get
0: the fuck out of your face. You can. And you should. Absolutely. And and yet, Mr. Dan Harmon, the co-creator of Rick and Morty, proceeded to break up with his girlfriend and ask the woman again... To date him and thank god she said no again
1: you should if you are the owner or star do
0: not have intercourse with your co-workers it's not a good luck for anybody it may not be illegal in in some cases it is but it it, it may not be illegal but dude come on You work in Hollywood. You should know better than to harass your female co-worker. Even if it is not illegal, it is a terrible look and can ruin your career permanently. Correct. Just go find Taylor... You're in Hollywood. Just go find Taylor Swift. She'll date you. Step one. You are a Hollywood famous person. Step two. Walk into... Any restaurant and say, "Who wants to fuck me? <laughs> if the person willingly says yes, then there's no issue mr Harmon correct you You have fame and power. Why would you use that fame and power to try to have sex with someone who specifically multiple times says You are acting creepy? weird and off-putting, and I don't like being in the office with you there because of these actions. When you hit a certain level of fame,
1: you can get anyone you want. If they say no, move on to the next one. <laughs> well, and this take, is... T- take a hint from the amazing... The... Oh, the amazing, wonderful... Uh, Bugatti guy, what the fuck's his name? I've forgotten his name already. Andrew Tate, take a t- take a hint from Andrew Tate. Andrew Tate can get any woman he wants. He doesn't waste his time if a woman says no. He's on to the next
0: woman. I I, I like how I like how the uh, it, it's very funny. It's it's probably true actually, but it's just a funny way to put it. The way you said it, it's like yeah, you know, man, if you're famous and you want to have sex, just go be a whore. It's not that difficult. (laughs) Majira!
1: It really isn't that difficult. If they say no, just go find another
0: woman. Or dude. (laughs) And to, to, to use this as an illustration for a larger point. Yes. Okay? This is going to be something that we talk about in this podcast. Predators. It's going to be something that we talk about a lot. Because... Here's what happens in these cases, whether you are Justin Roiland, Dan Harmon, Majira Strawberry, Kiro, whoever, Okay, if you achieve some level of fame, even if that fame is 10,000 subscribers on YouTube, then there will be people who see that fame and want to do whatever you want to be close to that fame. And that gives you power over those people. And an ethical person, whether in Hollywood or YouTube or the furry fandom or whatever, an ethical person goes out of their way to make sure they do not abuse that power. To not abuse their fans. To not... to. It, most celebrities, like let's say a Tom Hanks or somebody who has never gotten into a sex scandal... Most ethical celebrities will specifically go out of their way to avoid any type of inappropriate contact with a fan. For example, Keanu Reeves, if you ever see a picture of this guy, okay? If you ever see a picture of him next to a woman, a fan specifically, Mm -hmm. if you ever see a, a picture of him next to a female fan, what he will do, it's actually very funny, what he will do is he will actually put his arm around the person, but he will not touch the person. He will hover his arm over their shoulders, typically, or around their waist, but not touch them at all. So that, if someone later looks at that picture, they won't go, Oh, well, he was groping that fan! No! Guys, this is not a difficult thing to figure out. Don't rape your fans!
1: Or, alternatively, you can just be like Joe Biden and, Oh, I'm quirky and weird, I sniff hair, I'm Joe Biden. Right, that is a perfect example.
0: Joe Biden's a creep, real creep. (laughs) And people allowed him to do it for decades because he has power. And so to him, to Joe Biden, every time that he would do this bad behavior, which any objective observer says, uh, that's creepy and weird. But because he was famous, because he was powerful, Joe Biden was allowed to do this for decades with no repercussions. And he's still allowed to do this. And he still got elected. <laughs> uh, excuse me. Uh, what was that that the <clears throat> Democratic Party was saying about Mr. Trump for it's been almost half a decade now? Yes. Oh, oh, well, oh, 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 he was creepy to women. That means he's disqualified from running for president. I agree with you. And so should Joe Biden be disqualified for the
1: same reason. But I'm Joe Biden. I campaigned from my secret underground basement. I am protecting the populace.
0: My name is Joe Biden. I'm pro-feminist. And therefore, when I sniff women's hair and make them feel uncomfortable, you should feel sorry for me.
1: Oh, I've got an even better one. Now that Donald Trump's out of the office... And COVID's on the rise. Now, the Democrats can do COVID correctly.
0: Oh, 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 they can.
1: Do it correctly this time.
0: Oh, how about you do all of those things that you said were so vitally important, so vitally important, that you ruined the lives of millions of people. You ruined the education of millions of children. Uh Uh-huh. You, you, Congress, you caused caused approximately 50% of americans in 2020 to have the symptoms of major depression
1: even even going as far as dogs have major pre- depression cats have major depression even 2-year-old children now have COVID-like major depression that they're going to have to cope with for the rest of their lives. Hey, great job! Great job!
0: Good boy! Good boy! Let's do it again! (laughs) Let's do it again! Now, now let me be exceptionally clear, okay? Because I know that my enemies will take these words out of context. So let me clarify my statement, okay? I am 100% in favor of science-based public health policies. I am 100% in favor, okay? I am in favor, personally, I know you're not, which is fine. I am in favor of mandatory vaccines. I am in favor of masking. I am in favor of lockdowns in an emergency situation. But I am not in favor of completely dropping the ball on enforcement so that you tanked the economy, tanked children's education, tanked people's mental health and accomplished nothing well here's the thing
1: i am and here's the reasons why i'm not in favor of force mandates force vaccinations lockdowns Mm -hmm. because force vaccines have you seen nazi germany forced uh uh forced quarantine and forced lockdowns have you seen china Have you seen what it does? I am not in favor of any of that, and quite frankly, there is personal responsibility, but if individuals want to be personally responsible, I'm in favor of personal responsibility. But if you want to tell me that I have to wear a mask, uh, the short answer is no. The long answer is get the fuck out of
0: my face. Correct. And see, here's the thing. So we have a difference of opinion on these issues, Mm -hmm. but that's not a bad thing. Okay. There are about 50% of people in the United States that agree with you. Yeah. And there's somewhere around 50% that agree with me. And here's the fact, America, we have to come to some consensus. Yes. We, We cannot go one way or the other or just do nothing.
1: It also depends on what venue you're going into. If you're going into a hospital, wearing a mask sounds reasonable. If you're walking down the street, ordering someone that they wear a mask down the street, no. The answer is no. It Correct. depends on venue. It depends on individual circumstances if there's a major plague going around maybe you should stay home instead of going to the local rave you know personal responsibility Mm -hmm. is one of the central tenets that this
0: country was founded upon well and the difficult aspect of this in my opinion uh is we we in my this is my personal opinion okay I think that the personal responsibility aspect of it was reasonably well-handled during the pandemic. Yes. Not perfectly well-handled, but reasonably well-handled. So there, there were many months, for example, when we as a country said, okay, we recommend masks, but obviously, because we are a free country, we're not going to force you to wear a mask. Which is how it should be. Right. So as an example... Okay, Uh, In places like Vietnam, what they did was just every business can make the choice, or they may have mandated it, I'm not sure. But in the United States, at the very least, I I assume the way that they would do it is uh, a business can make the choice of whether or not to require masks and uh, a a temperature check before entering the business. Uh, That's what happened at Goodwill. And it's like, oh, we have to check your,
1: check your temperature and you have to wear a mask and we're going to fire you if you don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sorry, you want to fire me if I'm not following
0: your inane bullshit rules? Right. And so here's the thing. Here, Here is the crux of this issue, which is important for everyone to understand. Okay? Mm-hmm. Either... Either... We have to all make sacrifices of personal freedom for public health. For how long? Let me finish. Or we have to take a full personal responsibility stance and say, okay, because we live in a society with a constitution,
1: Mm -hmm. we're
0: going to say it is up to the businesses, it is up to the states, and it is up to the people to make the right choice. Now, unfortunately, what we got was the worst of both worlds, which was the wrong mandates at the wrong time. Correct. And in addition, (laughs) in addition, a widespread movement of millions of people who, specifically because of the inane orwellian restrictions said no i'm not going to do that i'm not going to comply with what you are asking me to do and so unfortunately we had the worst of both worlds
1: yes granted i did eventually get the vaccine Mm -hmm. on my own terms on my own assessment of the situation itself
0: well and like you said what you did was you waited to see the effectiveness and safety yeah And then chose to make your decision after seeing that. After consulting a doctor. Right. Which is perfectly within your right to do. Yes. Now, I take a different stance on vaccines, uh, in particular because of the health... Whoop. Uh,
1: She'll love you and she'll
0: cook. In particular because of the health conditions that I have, Yep. I I typically will go out of my way to do extra preventative measures. So, for example, uh, when I was a child... The um, the uh, chickenpox vaccine was new, so yes. had not a lot of testing on the chickenpox vaccine at that time. But you know, and at that time, I was not old enough to make the decision for myself. I was like six years old or something. Correct. But my mom thought about it thoroughly, and the way that she approached it was this: Well, Neil has a brittle bone condition, mm-hmm. and having chickenpox at six years old while wearing a cast would be torture yes so even if there is a small you know let's assume for the sake of argument you know 0.1 risk of something happening because okay. it's an untested vaccine yep that you know 0.1 risk is much better than the say 10 percent risk that he catches chicken pox while in a cast, because I was in a cast like three months out of the year at that point because of how, uh, how poorly my bones had developed. So yes. uh, she made the decision to weigh the options and make a compromise choice, which was, okay, it's not ideal that the vaccine has not been tested fully at this point, but because of the circumstances, it is better for him to have that tiny risk to avoid something that would be terrible for everyone involved.
1: <laughs> Correct. Again, that is a circumstance of consulting with a doctor exactly. before making an educated decision. And I use the word educated very precisely because every vaccine is an educated decision. Sure. Having the hepatitis vaccine, educated decision. Not a difficult decision to make, but educated. Having um, tetanus shots. Educated, obviously, obviously a tetanus shot is a educated decision, not a difficult one. A new untested vaccine, educated, if you have the option Mm -hmm. to wait, if you have the option to educate yourself on the problem, on the vaccine at hand, then by all means, it is within your God-given right to make it and if other people are being fools foolish and ignorant about the situation saying just get the vaccine as soon as humanly possible well i'm not you you're not me you don't know what's going on in your head only you do so uh, for those that are trying to force the issue by all means
0: tell them where th- you can tell them where to shove it correct correct and, and see, here's the thing, okay? I, I see a parallel between this issue and the issue of woke politics. Yes. Okay? So uh, I, from, way, from the way that I see it, there are many, many people, mostly my Democratic friends, but some on the right as well. But uh, <laughs> we have people who will say things like, oh, why, why, you, you can't say that. You, yes, I can. You you can't. Say, that's offensive to you. Can't do that. And you know what? You know what I learned. Yeah. Uh, if you just go ahead and say it anyway, there's nothing they can do to stop you. Correct. It's one of those instances where
1: each individual person has the same power as a freight train in life. Correct. They. It. it I have dealt with this many times online, many times in many different social circles. I have friends within those social circles. I may not be specifically welcome wholeheartedly in some of these circles, but you know what? The friends that I do have respect me and realize I am a freight train. If you're going to bring a, if you're going to bring beef with me, bring an army, because. Your beef is more like uh, a chicken
0: nugget from McDonald's. It, it's very insubstantial. Right. And, and let, me, let me point something else out to the people listening, okay? So I am running for president. I am hopefully going to be elected in 2028. We'll see. Uh, I will run as long as necessary. I will run until 2100 if I have to. But uh, that, we'll see. But here's the thing. Uh, I know that the first criticism, the, the very first comment in the comment section will be, well, what would you do about it, huh? Well, here, here's exactly what I would do, okay? You, you stupid idiots who, well, well, what about what about what you would do? Okay, here's what I would do, okay? I would go on television. I would block out every single television show I would block out every single ra- uh, uh, television channel, every single channel, every single radio program, and I would say to the American people, okay, we are going to go on television, we're going to present the evidence, Yep. and you decide for yourself. Yes. If you hear the evidence from myself, from the doctors, from the nurses, from the patients, whatever, if you hear that evidence and you disagree and you don't think that it's right, mask... That is your decision. Yes. It is. That is your choice. We
1: It was our choice as a nation to go to war with the British. Right. It was our choice to say that enough was enough. Each and every one of us has the choice to decide for
0: ourselves. That is what the country is built on. And the fact that we currently have a media landscape where it is more profitable to cause division than it is to help find consensus in important issues is the reason, the reason why the pandemic was as bad as it was. Yes. There is a simple fact that either, either we should have all come to a consensus and worked together and done the, you know, two-week lockdown or whatever they said it was, and actually done a, uh, a lockdown to the point where the virus would die out, or we have to say, okay, it is more important, it is more important, especially to people's mental health, that the economy continues to function. Yes. And so we are going to put it on per- people's personal responsibility to protect themselves especially if they have a special circumstance, like you know, asthma or you know, autoimmune disease or something like that, then make sure that you do extra protective steps.